Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. You weren't caught off guard at all. <laughs> no. Hello. Hi there. Tonight's episode was... A late delivery from Avalon. Another uh, Our uh, standard King Arthur rule, <laughs> we, we were saying like every sci-fi show has to have one of these at some point. I was trying to remember if Star Trek the original series has a King Arthur episode. And I couldn't remember, but there's definitely something along those lines, so... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't oh, be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, how did you enjoy this one? Uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to. I feel like... There was too much, like, where'd this guy come from? How, why is he... Where did he get this chain mail? Just <laughs> things that would kind of, I would think, would be more obvious to question. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea, but I feel like it really needed to have be like half as long as it was. and needed yeah. like a stronger B secondary B-plot. Yeah. Was there any B-plot at all? Not real. I mean, that's the thing. The right? Garibaldi in the post office. And the, the treaty thing. But oh, yeah. The treaty thing I felt like could have been bigger, but at the same time, I didn't really yeah. have any... I guess neither one of those subplots really tied in with the main one, no. which sometimes you have a strong thematic thing that ties them all together. This time, there really wasn't. They are all just separate things. I do wonder if... The Arthur storyline might have been a little stronger without some of the weird black and white mm-hmm. flashing stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I could, you kind of see what they were going for, and it was kind of interesting. But I feel like it, it sort of undercut the ambiguity of whether this was actually Arthur or not. Yeah, and every time we had one of those slow mo black and white scenes, it was ten times longer than it could. Like, okay, I get, I get yeah. it. I get, like the opening, the yeah. opening scene, it lasted a very long time. And, like, mm-hmm. none of us said anything. And, like, no one could blink. <laughs> just mesmerized by this weird, it's like trippy hallway. It's like it's a decent idea, and then, like, he realized it didn't go long enough, so we had to just keep padding it out. <laughs> I, mean, lo- I mean, like, a lot of it. I mean... They're like, don't make it slower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We need to eat up time. Yeah. Slower. Like, they're like, who's the lady in the lake? I wonder. I was like, <laughs> like, the first time you mentioned that, I was... Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's Ivanova. <laughs> I was in the toss. <laughs> I mean, I do like having, putting Dylan in that... Yes. That, no, yeah. I agree. Um, no, it's fitting. Especially since Dylan herself was so close to the... I think she mentions at some point... And, and we might find out, see more of it at a later time. But she mentions at some point that she was on, like, when Ducat, their leader, died. She was right up them with the rest of them that, like, the whole yeah. race basically went into a fury. Yeah. And so she knows firsthand what it was like on the other side of what he was doing. Yeah. So that sort of little reconciliation scene. And it she mean- gets to take his sword. And- yeah. I mean, it, symbolically, it means a lot, even mm-hmm. though there's very little dialogue in that scene. Yeah. That's true. You almost wish that scene was a little longer, actually. Yeah. Or le- or less black and white and yeah. more... More more conversation or, or something, something. Yeah, between Yeah, didn't two. say anything. If Dylan had said something cool... Mm-hmm. It would have worked. I, I feel like this was the same co- problem I kind of had with the guy who came around looking for the Holy Grail. Like, yeah. it was like, that was like the entire plot. Like, oh, I don't remember yeah. even having B plot that episode. Wasn't that one of those we complained, like, not a bad idea, but yeah. too much? I was thinking a, a lot about that episode this, in here. Because um, the interesting thing with the Grail one was that it wasn't a... He wasn't like out of his mind, kind of like this guy was. He would, he just was genuinely looking for the Grail, and they treated that like it was such a important, noble thing to just be searching for something, even if no one believed he'd ever find it. Yeah. This time it was, I don't know. I I like the motivation better here. Yeah. But 
while I like the ideas of the black and white stuff, I don't think it really actually wound up working in the episode's favor. It was fun having Jakara there, like, all, <laughs> he like all about this round table thing. He's like, let's do this thing. Yeah. He's not drunk at all. <laughs> I, I do love his speech, though, at the beginning of, of all that. No ambiguous, unbeatable forces. They were the bad guys. We were the good guys and made a very satisfying thump when they hit the floor. <laughs> like, that's a great little speech. Because, you know, because all the other battles, like, oh, no, we're, you know, it's all. Is it all ambiguity? Yeah. Am- yeah. Or ambiguity, ambiguous. ambiguous. And then there's like, or up against some unseen force they don't know anything about. But this is like, nope, just beat up the bad guys. I do say anything with adding Marcus into scenes is always a good idea. <laughs> yes. Yes. He and uh, he and Franklin have an interesting rapport. It's like I, f- I feel like they paired them up because they're like you know Franklin doesn't really have a go to like guy to bounce off of, and they're like they come from different philosophical sort of perspectives. Mm-hmm. So it's the scenes with those two together are interesting. Yeah, I think we're with all that, but yeah, because Mark uh, Franklin's very much a straight man, mm-hmm. but Marcus is just you know lives in like story and and exaggeration. Uh, but they kind of both have this backbone of, like, searching sadness sort of thing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Franklin was asked about all these things, and he's like, oh, I should like to know. But, you know, I think there's an actual... They understand some part of each other. Yeah, somehow. So I don't know what else to say about well, this Well, what time period is Marcus actually from? Because... <laughs> because he, he, he doesn't sound like he's from the he future. Just, he just doesn't... That's just British people. It's That's just, just the way British people they're are. They're just <laughs> magical people. <laughs> Oh, you were saying that like the Arthur oh. has kind of the same similar Picard kind of. Yeah, he's like a Picard way of talking. Uh. I think I, I've seen the actor somewhere else. At first, I thought he was Val Kilmer. Oh yeah. And I was like, "What is going on?" And then it turned out to not be Val Kilmer. And I still didn't know what was going on. Actually, it would be pretty cool to have Val Kilmer. That's what I thought. I was like, "What?" I like that Marcus. Like, no, you know, he could he could totally be Arthur because Warlines run around. Like, Marcus wants to believe these outlandish things. And I like part of me is like, that would have been awesome, you know, because we had um, Jack the Ripper Ripper thing. thing. Mm Which they referenced, which is smart. Which, but they didn't, you know, it wasn't really that ambiguity really wasn't even there. I mean, never really thought that, except for a half moment during that conversation. And mm-hmm. then, like, ah. Uh, yeah, because like you said, like, for the guy who apparently was really delusional and stuff, he did his research about Arthur. Yeah. And Legends. Yeah, it would have been better had they thrown in a, I mean, I like thought he, the whole episode was kind of lame, but had they thrown in a thing about, like, he was a history buff but, yeah. or something like that to make you go, yeah. oh, that's why he went to this. Because it was like, he knew flame. hardcore. I mean, he knew yeah. everything. Like, he knew more than the average person would know about Arthur, especially, <laughs> two, especially 200 years in the future. Yeah. Well, Marcus knew a lot about. Marcus knows everything traditional Britain, though. But that guy was British, too. That, okay, well, it's possible, <laughs> but... All British know about Arthur. It's they true. everything It is true. <laughs> I do like... Are you going to tell me he's not Merlin? <laughs> yeah, that last, the last conversation like was fun. I like beer just kind of... Beer, not beer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Franklin. No, the... the Kosh. The, yes, He Kosh. just shows up. He, he just, just kind of, like, walks by, like... <laughs> you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to say some one-liner. We We're all just any kosh. Not nearly enough kosh. Yeah. We need some more kosh. You know what I thought would have been cool if, like, Arthur was a transplant from the past? Because, you know, Jakar had been mind-jiggered from Vorlons, and if he, they had sent... <laughs> 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 they had sent... You know, but that was all not there. Just like, 
Yeah. That's that's a legitimate English mind jigger. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah. You use that in five paragraph paper. I didn't know you were still A-plus. wearing your English hat. <laughs> I haven't taken it off yet. <laughs> English, not British, right? Not exactly. <laughs> not quite. Those are synonymous. <laughs> I did like that they included the, the stuff about the new Babylon 5 treaty. I do wish that there had been more of it. A but, little bit, yeah. But I know you were wondering yourself earlier, it's like, now that they've broken away from Earth, how how's all getting paid for yeah. and what's going on? That's So they, they did establish that this is kind of their new... Their new system. Yeah, their new system. And they said, like, they, are having, they don't have the trade they used to that. They're really kind of struggling financially. Mm-hmm. And the post office isn't paying for their place. <laughs> now they are. Now they are. 101 credits. It's really not that much. If you no, no. <laughs> oh, Garibaldi. I wonder what the exchange rate is. Credits to U.S. dollars. That's a good question. Hmm. But I love, I love the the, the treaty plot. So it's like some of them didn't sign, but most of them did. Like very vague. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like well, but it's did? more than enough. But it's, <laughs> well, they're they're all like there were like five people in that room. <laughs> well, the, his whole pitch to them took like a minute. <laughs> like what political speech or committee yeah. meeting has ever gone that fast ever? But yeah, it's, oh well. It's I mean, it wouldn't have been that interesting. I mean, that's the no, thing. I mean, no. we don't really want to see more of that. <laughs> true, that is true. You know, we're gonna have the Nemoidians talk about trade federation stuff. I did but. think cinematography wise, it was very weird that. Ivanova had all the treaties, and it showed her hand each one, <laughs> like a stack of two, and then they would take one, and then pass one back. <laughs> so it, you could see all the aliens. It was just very, I don't know, I don't weird. Know. And I, like, like she's going to drop them. There's too many. <laughs> They're all sliding and slippery like menus. I do like their dress uniforms, though. The yeah, little extra robes. The little, like, like uh, pastoral. <laughs> very Minbari. Yes, yes. Well, oh, well, they made them. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, I don't remember. The, well, yeah, because we know Dylan gave them yeah. this. This is just the first time we've seen the dress, yeah. full dress uniform. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've got some yawns in the room, so we probably should wrap this up. <laughs> uh, anything we missed? Mm, what did Dylan do with the sword? What did she do with Excalibur? I mean, it would be awesome where later we see it like on her wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's not Excalibur. It's also How do you know? Ladir's birthday lame. is coming up, so... <laughs> She's going to get him something nice. I mean, if she wanted to be appropriate, she'd just toss it into a lake in, on Minbar. Um, Lakes on Babylon me- Meanwhile, she's like, Lanier, let's do some... Re-. And Lanier does like two years of research on all King Arthur legends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they start like jousting. And- <laughs> if you there had been any thing. jousting in this episode, I would have been a lot more happy. <laughs> like if Jakar and, and Arthur, Arthur, oh, that would have been that would have been fantastic. We we need a we need a holodeck on Babylon Five, I think. <laughs> yes, whole episodes now. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> well, until next time, this has uh, been an unusual Arthurian episode of Babylon Five. I think next time we get back into some more regular stuff. Yep. Be looking forward to that. Until then, this is Tim. This is Nick. And this is Brianna. Bye-bye.